everybody, Dan Sixsmith, Sales is King. How's everybody doing? Welcome back to the podcast. We've got a great new episode today, and um, we're going to be talking about social selling and how to create your own demand. And uh, this comes out of one of my uh, new rants of the week on LinkedIn um, and Facebook. And um, I just, you know, one of the things that keeps coming up, and sometimes it comes up in my own mind, but I hear a lot of it with salespeople is, man, I wish I had more leads. You know, if I only had more leads, I can do a heck of a lot better. And I wish those people that were setting appointments could set more appointments for me. So, you know, the message of the day is stop bitching about this. Stop bitching about not having enough leads. Stop bitching about the people setting up appointments. It's not doing any good. Um, If you remember the um, RAIN group study we talked about a few weeks back, the level three, the top level sales exec today, one of the key characteristics is that they create their own demand. So you need to take responsibility 100% for your results and say, how do I create more demand for myself? How do I do this? Well, there's a number of different ways to do it. You have to be super active within your current account base. You have to cross-sell and upsell. You have to ask for referrals throughout your network. You have to be super active. You have to have an always-on mentality. The antenna always needs to be up wherever you are, seeking out opportunity. There are some mentors of mine, friends of mine, who are super at this. Every single conversation can somehow become an opportunity. And that opportunity starts with the other person. Remember that. Um, it starts with the other person. It doesn't start with you. Because if you're you know, just going around and you know, just looking to sell, 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 and be me, me, me focused, you're, you're not going to have a network. Um, people can see it a mile away. They're not interested. So you know, you've got to establish that mentality of serve before sell. You know, we hear it such, uh, we've heard it so many times, I think I've shared, Ed Milet, if you don't follow him, it's a fantastic story, but he is, to me, the king of serving um, and having a servant-type mentality, and he is a multi-zillionaire, um, but he had his shares of ups and downs. Ed Milet, you should check him out. Um, he's got a podcast, he's very active in speaking. So, you know, when I think of create your own demand, you know, the first thing that comes to mind for me is prospecting, you know, and when I think of prospecting, I think of, you know, digital transformation, you know, we think of how many companies have been completely um, extinguished. They've been, um, I'm trying to think of the word, it's not transformed, but it's, they are disrupted. They have been disrupted. And, you know, in sales today, I've come back to this millions of times, sales is really on the verge of disruption. Um, you know, you're either going to embrace the new way to sell, the new way to prospect, or you are going to be the next Toys R Us, which, of course, we learned this week is going bye-bye. Um, you're going to be the next Blockbuster. You know, you're going to be the next Sears. Um, so I can't stress enough how critical it is to to be a student of sales today and of what is working and what is not working. If you are still doing the same stuff that worked for you back in the day, 
you're not going to be around. I'm telling you. So now is the time. We still have time. That's the great news. We still have time. But the whole reason for this podcast, the reason I even started this podcast, was because of the Forrester study that came out um, a couple of years ago that said one million salespeople will, one million sales jobs will be gone by 2020. And that sales is becoming less relevant because buyers are doing research online and yada, 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 yada. And I think it's all a crock. So I want to spread the word as much as I can about what is working today and how we need to sell and how we save these jobs and how we can make more money. So in prospecting and creating our own demand, let's talk about the most effective way to do this. The most effective way to do this. What do you think it is? Cold calling? Is it um, cold emailing? Is it, um, you know, what do you think it is? It's, it's not the old school tactics. People are not responding. They're not picking up the phone. They don't want the generic messaging, the inbox cluttering nonsense that a lot of people are throwing out there, which is just pure laziness. Um, and it's making uh, the job all the more difficult for us in sales today. If many of us just took the time to personalize and just turning my email off here, um, to personalize and be thoughtful and est establish relationships, it wouldn't be as damn hard to try and break through all the crap that's out there. So let's talk about social selling on the episode today. I think it's an evolving uh, area that's super important. And, you know, but let's take a step back and understand why it's important. You know, if you look at some of the statistics, 76% um, of buyers say they're ready to engage with potential providers on social. 76%. That's terrific. 62% say they're ready to connect with salespeople on social. This is unheard of, right? We're hearing about buyers don't want to talk to sales and, you know, they don't trust salespeople. 62% say they will listen on social. The next one, 92% of buyers are willing to engage with an industry thought leader. So we keep pounding away on this message of becoming a thought leader, becoming a subject matter expert. You can do it. You can do this. You, need, you, you know your stuff. All you have to do is establish yourself, market yourself as a thought leader, as a subject matter expert. And there are 92% of buyers want to talk to you. I mean, if that's not evidence enough to do this, guys, I don't know what is. Um, some other benefits of social selling. Um, it's reducing the contact time by 30. It's 39% reduction. It is increasing the number of leads that you can generate. 33%. It's developing a deeper relationship with clients. 31%. It's improving the lead conversion rate by 24%. And it's shortening sales cycles. 14%. All This is all music to our ears, guys. I mean, this is what we this is what we just battle every single day. And it's sitting here right in print. What social selling can do for you. It's saying right here what the buyers want to do. So we must, must 
develop an effective social selling strategy. Um, social selling leaders get better results. 45% uh, more opportunities, and they are 51% more likely to hit quota. And by the way, that's the other reason why I, I started the podcast, because of the, the decreasing quota attainment numbers since 2010, um, down from 67% to 55% last year. So we just need more information. There's really two steps to it. You need to know what to do because there's a different way of going about it. And then you need to just do it. You need to execute it. Because some of us are sitting there and we're getting like hung up on, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? No, you, you got to, yes, you need to know what to do, but then you need to go do it. So six steps, six steps to effective social selling. Step number one is your brand, your personal brand. Um, you know, you need to establish this. If you haven't done this by now, you're like, way behind the curve. It is step one. It is the foundational element that you need to have. And on your social profiles, you need to have um, and demonstrate the following. Who do you help? What problems do you solve? How do you solve these problems? And who have you helped solve these problems? Who do you help? What problems do you solve? How do you solve these problems? And which companies, which testimonials and case studies can attest to the fact that you have helped them uh, solve these issues. That's what your profiles should look like on social. They should not be resume. They should not be um, empty with no pictures. They should have a professional picture, not you with your girlfriend at, at, a, at, a, at a club. You know, it, it needs to be um, well thought out. And you need to come across with a kick-ass personal brand. Step two is research, okay? The great thing about the digital age is we've got tremendous amounts of data, information on the type of people that we want to connect with. So the first part of the research is we should target, you know, who are the sweet spot for us and our company? What industry, what size of company, what role, what location? You know, let's filter down who we're going after. And then we can use things like LinkedIn Navigator, Sales Navigator, to do this, um, to target, to focus, and then be able to personalize. Um, and then once we do that, we need to start searching. You know, and I've gone over this. You've probably heard me say it a million times, but it's important. You know, we're searching on the search engines. What are the company news? What is the company up to? What are our target contacts up to? You know, what sort of things are happening? Have they made an acquisition? Um, are they doing well? Are they struggling? Which areas are doing well? What are they focusing on? And then figuring out where you can possibly help. Um, the next, um, the social channels. You know, what is the company sharing on social? What's top of mind to them? Um, what are those key stakeholders sharing? What is top of mind to them? Um, also, where are they sharing, right? Um, you've got to be connected into all of them. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, maybe even Pinterest, if it's something that works for your industry. Um, and when I say research, I mean also personally. You know, what are some of, what's important to some of these people, you know? 
Um, what are they sharing about outside of the business world? Are they, um, you know, interested in sports? Are they interested in wine? Are they, you know, are they sharing about their kids? Um, you know, and, and in this way, as part of our research, we get to see what's important to these individuals. And we could start to begin to develop a relationship that way and personalize things. So that's step number two. Step number three is engage, right? So we want to start to engage. Um, we want to start to build some trust. How do we do this? Um, we don't send in cold emails. We don't start, you know, throwing around decks and pitches and, you know, reply all emails saying, I guess you didn't get my first, second, third, and fourth email, or I guess you're busy, or, you know, who's the right contact, or all of this garbage that people are sending out. But start liking, you know, start liking and commenting on social about what they're sharing. You know, they'll start to see you as somebody that, um, you know, an interesting possible new connection. You want to build that social trust. Um, start posting content, relevant content. This is also part of developing your brand. But start posting, um, whether it's going to be, you know, aggregating stuff you know, articles. That's the simplest way to get started. Just start posting articles that are out there, you know, relevant articles, very simple thing to do. Um, you could start sharing and sending some relevant content. Um, again, this could be non-business uh, to that prospect or prospects um, around the subjects that they're interested in and start to develop a relationship that way. And then you begin to start um, networking. You add to your network. You start nurturing and again, the, the theme throughout has got to be serve versus sell. You want to be helpful to these stakeholders and individuals. Um, you don't want to be perceived as the prototypical salesman. You want to be perceived as an interesting connection that may be able to help them in some way or that shares similar interest. Step four, connect. Okay, so let's connect now. Let's send a personalized invite uh, on LinkedIn. Let's follow them on Twitter. Um, you know, let's follow on Instagram. Let's send them a Facebook friend request if um, it seems like they're doing a, a lot of sharing on Facebook. But, you know, we've established a little bit of trust. Now let's add them to our network. And, you know, again, another key thing, and I've talked about this way, way early in the podcast, your, your, your personality online really needs to match your offline personality. And you need to take a step back and say, am I doing this the right way? Um, you know, am I perceived online the same way that my personality is offline? So, you know, if you're a social type of guy, gal, um, you know, you need to, to act that way. You need to connect and, and be, be you. You've got to do you. So think about that. That's really important because some people, they've got super dynamic offline personalities, but their online personality is white bread, you know, non-existent. And that's not going to work. Um, so you want to create this digital rapport, as I'd like to call it. You know, humanize yourself. Um, you know, in addition to what you do, what kind of person are you? You know, if somebody, if somebody goes to your profiles on social, you know, can they tell what kind of person you are? Is there going to be a comfort level? You know, are you humanizing yourself? Are you putting yourself out there? And then lastly, you know, create and share original content. 
you know, and this is an area, this is getting to the next level, right? Um, start writing some articles, start putting out some videos, you know, start building out um, a portfolio of, of, of interesting content that you've created on your own. And that goes a long way to establish yourself as a thought leader and get into the 92% of buyers that want to talk to you, right? Amazing. Um, step five, feed the beast, okay? Um, content selling, content marketing is so foundational, so important today, um, but it requires a constant uh, flow. You know, uh, I mean, you've got to be posting often, numerous times a day. So it, it takes a required effort. You've got to find time during your day. But when you think about, you know, feeding the beast here, um, and, it, you know, so, so start thinking about, like, what is going to be the topics that you focus on? What will be your persona? You know, how will you go about it? Um, very important, number one. Number two, what type of content will you be putting out? Are you a blog poster or are you a video creator um, or an aggregator or all of the above? Because um, if, if any of you follow Gary Vaynerchuk, and it's probably all of you because he's so uh, pervasive on the web, but it's all about attention, right? Um, the top salespeople are the ones that get attention, the ones that break through. The bottom salespeople are the ones that are fighting obscurity. That's really, it's as simple as that. So let's um, remember the importance of being out there. I'm trying to do video, one video every day um, and several postings every day across social uh, just to keep myself in front of people and um, to try and put out valuable content around sales and selling, things that I think people will uh, find valuable. Um, and then, you know, the last part is like, what are the channels? What is your distribution strategy? Um, it's one thing to create content, but it's another thing to make sure it gets to the right people. So you have to put together a well thought out and execute a distribution strategy. Where are you pushing this content out? How are you doing it? Are you using something like a Hootsuite? Um, engage one-to-one -one is another great one that I would recommend for, um, local uh, businesses, small business, um, ways of getting your name out there and keeping it consistent. And we've talked about this. Social selling has to be an ongoing and consistent process. It can't be a once in a while thing. It can't. That's why I'm telling you, you've got to be out um, whenever you do it. If you do it before the day, if you do it at lunch, if you do it at the end of the day, it's got to be a daily uh, routine. Um, and some of these platforms allow you to kind of schedule things out. You might be able to do it um, over the weekend, spend several hours, and then just have your machine pushing on out. So that's step five. Step six is measure, right? The great thing about digital selling, social selling, is that we can measure. We can see how this is all going. We could see, you know, how, how people are responding, Um you know, Gary V again, he started out with Wine Library and, and basically had crickets. You know, so you may start out very, very small. You may have a very small group that starts responding. But over time, it's going to start to build up. So you can't give up. You have to have patience.
But number one, establish the KPIs. You know, how will you measure this? Is it in terms of, you know, more revenue? Is it in terms of more clients? Is it in terms of uh, connections, followers? What's going to be most important for you? Number two, find out what's working, which channels, which topics, which forms of uh, content are working the best. And of course, you know, uh, obviously push the ones forward that are working well. Maybe start to scale back uh, the ones that are not. See what's working in each channel. Certain content may be working better in different channels. Um, and continue to measure. And then, of course, number three is tweak as needed, reinforce as needed. And number five is rinse and repeat. Keep it going. So, man, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. It's, it's really, as I said, it's really knowing what to do today is so important and then doing it and doing it consistently. So when I come back to saying stop bitching, you know, you really have no excuse. You can't bitch. And hopefully these inside people will get you appointments. But I just laid out for you, outlined for you, how you should be going about your prospecting today. The evidence is there. The data is there. The buyers are there. They want to hear from you, but they want you to do it the right way. So think about this today. Think about how you can really turn social selling um, into a true uh, springboard for you to transform yourself into the 2018 top successful salesperson, not the old school, you know, throw up and show up and start just lazily throwing things out and and reacting and being on autopilot. Be thoughtful about it. Um, be methodical about it. Be consistent about it. Now go do it. Peace.